Good evening, everybody. Great to see everybody here tonight. Thank you, as always, so very much for coming. And uh, I'm excited about tonight. We're going to have a good time. And uh, this is going to be a very informative Wednesday night. And uh, probably one of the more, as far as Grace Church goes and the things we do around here, the more informative uh, Wednesday night we've had in a long, long time. Uh, I'm going to ask you to stand with me tonight. Uh, certainly want to open the service in prayer. And uh, as we do, have several things we need to pray about. If you'd help us uh, pray about these things tonight as we open the service. Um, Daniel Love texted right before church. A couple of their children are very sick and ask us to remember them in prayer along with Elena Bunch and... Um, Brother Donnie is uh, having to have a surgical procedure done on one of his eyes tomorrow. And I'd like for us to pray for him that God would certainly be present. We know he will be, but not just omnipresent, manifest present on uh, Brother Donnie's behalf. So let's go to the Lord in prayer right now, shall we? Jesus, we love you. We're thankful for the privilege, the opportunity to be here tonight. We pray, God, tonight that you would move on behalf of these needs. We're thankful for the opportunity to call on you, the privilege to bring these things to you. And we know that you have all things in your hands. And uh, we pray, God, that you administer to these needs as only you can. Let the Spirit of the Lord work. We trust you tonight. We believe you tonight. And we know that you have the power to do these things. We have faith in it. In Jesus' name, thank the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise tonight, shall we? Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. God bless you. Look at somebody and tell them I'm glad you're here. Thank the Lord. I am. I'm glad you're here. And uh, God bless you. You may be seated. Uh, those of you watching live stream and Facebook live tonight, thank you so very much. We're glad to have you uh, with us tonight as well. As we have been announcing uh, tonight, we wanted to uh, introduce again uh, remind everyone again uh, that our uh, connect groups uh, are about to start up on February 5th, as a matter of fact. Excuse me, February the 13th. Uh, they're about to start up again, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, this semester will run for eight weeks, and uh, I'm just real excited and looking forward to uh, what God is going to do. And uh, one reason I'm so excited about it, and I plan to talk a little bit about this Sunday, is um, I think Grace Church is in a different place than it was for our last semester of Connect Groups. I think we're in a better place uh, for this semester of Connect Groups. And uh, so I wanted to take just a few moments tonight. As you'll remember, uh, Casey is going to follow me in just a few minutes uh, to talk about our new church app and what have you. And uh, hopefully all of you will leave with very clear understanding on how it works and what have you. So let me introduce first of all tonight uh, in, in presentation of our Connect Groups. I want to open tonight with giving you the reason why Connect Groups exist. This is extremely prevalent. It's very prevalent, especially since the COVID pandemic uh, people's 
people have been very lonely. Uh, there's been a lot of emotional issues that's developed out of the isolation, the quarantine, and what have you. And this is why connect groups are so important for us even today, uh, even though we've been away from that now for a year or so. Connect groups have one simple purpose. Connect groups have one simple purpose, and that is to bring people together. It's to bring people together. It's to get people in the same room, kind of for the same purpose, uh, to, to be apart, to feel apart, uh, to feel accepted, to feel loved, to feel warmth, uh, and so on. And we believe that God created us to live in community with others. He did not create this planet just for Adam and Eve. He created it to house all of his creation, not one couple or one family per planet. And uh, so God intended us to live in community with others. And it's only then that we experience the full life he intends for us. He didn't establish the church for just one family to attend it. He wanted it to be a community. He wanted it to be a fellowship of men and women of like precious faith and so on. So we believe life change happens in the context of relationships. It does. God intended for a relation with him, a relationship with him to be amazing, to be powerful, to be wonderful, to be life-changing, and it is. But he also intended for his people to be in relationship with one another as well. So life change happens in the context of a relationship with God and relationship with others. So meaningful relationships can be hard to find. Has anybody found that to be true? Or do you know people that have found that hard to be had to hard to happen for them meaningful relationships we all know via social media that there's a lot of people that's friends friends with a lot of people but it's kind of a it's not really friendship at least really not the way that God intended it to be meaningful relationships real relationships real friendships with people can be hard to find. The average person in our society today says across America that they have about three friends in their life. If you have five, you're really doing good. Connect groups exist to make life-changing relationships relevant and accessible to everybody. And I want everyone to understand when we do connect groups, it's just not another social gathering. But there is an undercoat, there, there's an, uh, an undertow, if you will. There's an agenda, and that is to get people to connect with one another. Uh, somebody said during our last, and it, I can still hear their voice in my ear, um, with our last uh, Connect Group semester, uh, this person said, man, I met this person at, at Connect Group, and I know we attend the same church, but really didn't know that person before. And man, they're amazing. They're a lot of fun. Just went on and on about this person. That friendship didn't start at church. It started at a connect group. And you look out across the building, especially on a Sunday, are there people here that you could be friends with? If there was a, if the right dynamic presented itself where you could meet in fellowship for a little while. 
And shame on the person that says, well, I don't need friends. Um, yes, you do. Everybody needs friends. Bottom line, we want to use Connect Groups to help Grace Church grow. We want to use Connect Groups to help Grace Church grow. And it can be done if we establish relationships with people who do not attend Grace Church through the medium of Connect Groups. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 says that two are better than one i.e. try to marry yourself and see if you can get along with yourself long enough not to get divorced from yourself at some point down the line. That's a stretch, isn't it? I'm not trying to introduce a new trend uh, in our society. It's messed up enough as it is. But the Bible says that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he don't have another to help lift him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat, and how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly or easily broken. The essence of a connect group is if there's things in your life that you enjoy doing. If there's things in your life that you enjoy doing, just invite a few people into your life with you to help you enjoy doing those things even more. It's the essence of a connect group. Uh, it's easy to bring people into your life and share in the activities that you already do and the, uh, the activities that you already love. So this is why connect groups exist. It, it helps you. It helps the other person. It helps all the people. Don't anybody say, I don't need that. Don't say that. Everybody should want that. I want to be a part, not just of the church, but I'd like to be a part of a little smaller group where it's a little more intimate and you get a little more acquainted. You don't have to be bashful. You don't have to be shy. So the Grace Church Connect Group model is at Grace Church, we believe our church must grow larger and smaller at the same time. We grow larger to reach as many people as possible with the life-giving message of Jesus. We desire to gather and connect groups to build community and care for people. Our vision is to base our connect group model on the early church as described in the Bible in the book of Acts. In Acts, in the book of Acts, meetings were held in homes. The Bible says that very clearly in Acts chapter 2. They, they, they met in homes and from there they spread the gospel. This is a true model of the small group. So we want to use our connect groups to help grow Grace Church. So let me just say kind of with, with a little brash, maybe a little harsh and, and just very out there, but I mean, at Grace Church, we've had connect groups before that just meet and shoot guns. Um, not at each other. And uh, certainly not at other people or animals. Well, sometimes animals, I guess, if it's appropriate and what have you. But we, we've had that before. So, I mean, you can shoot guns. There's, there, there can be a connect group for that. If there's people that like to fish, I know there's people in our church that like to fish. I know there's people in our church that like to play golf. There's people in our church that like to play games. Just get together and get five, six, eight people together and play games. One I'd recommend highly 
is to get about 12 people at your house and play pit. Has anybody ever played pit? If you haven't, uh, our elder group, our elder group should get together and play pit. Uh, I would love to be a fly on the wall and watch that happen. If you've not played pit, you've not lived. Not to the full extent of life, just trust me. But besides the things that I've just mentioned, everybody eats some quantity of food, some more than others. Some uh, probably too much. Uh, could probably stop three or four mouthfuls sooner. But that's between you and the Lord. But all of us like to eat. So you could have a connect group that goes and eats tacos. Whatever, Ella and Allison. Um, let me try to run this one up the flagpole. There might be people here tonight that, that like pizza. Uh, boy, that didn't strike a chord with anybody. Uh, but maybe y'all could go get a group together and go eat pizza. Do something is the point as I preach Sunday. If there's things you enjoy doing, don't feel like you're the only person that enjoys doing that. But recruit your friends, recruit some people from Grace Church, and do that together. Uh, include your connect group in with your life. Encourage them to come with you in your life. Encourage them to experience your life with you. Encourage them to experience your church with you. Market your church and your connect group. So quickly tonight, let me tell you what connect groups, what connect groups offer to people. First of all, it's a place to connect. And we all know that we're all disconnected. There's families. There's people that are related to each other that complain because there's so much disconnect in their family. A connect group can do just that. It's a place where people can connect. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9.22, To the weak became I as weak, that I may gain the weak. I, made, I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. So it's just, it's a place for people to connect. Again, we were not made to do life alone. God created us for community. And connect groups provide a place to connect with others, to share life, and to grow in faith together. The other purpose for the connect group is it's a place to protect. It's not just a place to connect, but a place to protect. I believe there's a lot of security in relationship. There's a lot of security in friendship. It should be that way. There, there should be people that we can have as friends and have relationships with those people that we can depend on, that we can count on, and people need security in their life. John said in his epistle, Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. There ought to be some times when we have each other's back, and when we support one another, we're there for one another. We want to let each other know that we can depend on each other. A connect group can provide that. It is through life together that our problems become smaller. It's doing life together that our problems become smaller. And God uses others to bring support and encouragement to our lives. Yes, he does. Connect groups become a place uh, where... Others don't just know your name. 
Connect Groups is a place where you can go where people just don't know your name. Um, we've had a number of folks that's, that's come into Grace Church through the years. And one of their enjoyments with the church app is it had a directory with pictures of people beside their name. Because they see people here at Grace Church and they don't know their name. So that when they're at church, they'll pull up their church directory and look for a picture of that person and say, oh, well, that's what their name is. That's not very intimate. That's not what you call a close relationship when you have to look for a person's picture and then find their name. A connect group can provide more than just an acquaintance. But it can, be, it can begin a very fruitful and very beneficial relationship with people. I would like to say tonight, and, uh, and very confidently, that um, I don't have official structured connect groups. But all throughout the year, oftentimes, there's people that I'll just kind of cut a cross-section through the church and say, I'd like to have these three or four people come do this with me, and these four or five people do this with me, and these 10 or 12 people come do this with me. It's the connect group mentality, if you will. It's people that I bring into my world and help me do the things that I enjoy doing or even things that I need doing, need to be done. It's the beauty of a connect group. Um, a connect group number three is a place to grow the Bible said in Proverbs a wise man said that iron sharpens iron and so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend so in a connect group you may meet people that you don't always agree with you may meet people that you always don't understand but if you can wade through their baggage if you can wade through their particular personality if you can wade through some things that they're going through domestically on the inside and behind all that, you might find the most amazing friend that you've ever known. I've, I've, I've come to resent when people just meet people one time for five seconds and determine I just don't like that person. It's not fair to that person, and neither is it fair to you. I mentioned Sunday in my message, and it's kind of stuck with several people because you've mentioned it, but uh, the man that I used to work for when Sister Murphy and I married, his name was Earl. And Earl was one of the most eccentric, most compu compu uh, peculiar people I've ever met. And I clearly did not like him when I first started working under his management and his tutelage. He just was not a very likable person. And I wasn't the only one. Most everyone that I met that knew Earl, we all had the same opinion. He is a pain in the neck to get to know. But once I did, I didn't say this Sunday, I didn't want to push that illustration too far, but I'll tell you that by the time I ultimately quit that job, he actually quit and moved to Atlanta. But I loved Earl. Earl was kind to me. He was a friend to me. But it took me about six months to get to the real nature of that man, to the heart of that man. And he was very kind to me. And I, I loved him dearly. Um, invited him to church. One of the greatest compliments ever gotten from anybody as far as being a, trying to be a Christian person was from Earl. Uh, it was me and my two brother-in-laws that worked at that company. Um, I'd been there a couple of years working. And Earl walked up to my drafting table one day and he said, Is there any more people at your church that need a job? I've never forgotten that. Uh, didn't matter about what their qualifications were. All he wanted to know 
is if he's if they're a Christian person like you are, we will hire them. And it's one of the greatest compliments I've ever received in my life about being a Christian person. But sometimes when you meet people, there might be peculiarities. People might be hurt. You don't always know what they're going through. But this is the beauty of a connect group. And I, I don't want us to make our connect group semesters cheap and, and without value. They serve a lot of purpose. And there's people here at Grace Church, there's people here tonight that need friends in their life. They need relationships in their life. They've expressed that to me. And a connect group can provide that. So just because you may not feel like you need it, your presence there may help fulfill someone else. So I want to encourage everybody to be in a connect group. And if you are a member of Grace Church, you've gone through Grace Steps, you've completed Grace Steps, you're welcome to be a connect group leader. And if you would like to be a connect group leader, uh, or even in a connect group, we have some sheets in the, in the um, at Grand Central, uh, at the concierge desk, if you would fill one of those out before you leave tonight or take one home with you and bring it back Sunday, we'd, we would appreciate it very, very much. There's going to be a smorgasbord of, of connect groups that we're going to have this year. I'm excited about it. One of our finest, and, and I, I hope we can actually repeat it, I thought it was one of our excellent connect groups was when Sister Melanie and Sister Diane teamed up and did an oil painting class, a connect group. Sister Murph went one night and just thoroughly enjoyed it, and I've heard lots of good things about that connect group. Others had uh, connect groups where you just play games. One connect group was you read a book during the week, one chapter, go to connect group uh, the next night, and you discuss that chapter. All kinds of just a smorgasbord of things. There was a, fisher a fisherman's connect group. There was a uh, shoot a shotgun and skeet connect group. Um, all kinds of things. There's just a lot of variety. So our Connect Group Fair is coming up, and um, you can you can pick what you'd like to be a part of. And uh, so sign-up sheet's out in the front. If you'd pick one of those up, fill it out real quick, and uh, just turn it into the church office. We'd appreciate it so very much. Another thing that's going to make our Connect Groups really a lot easier this year, especially for the Connect Group leader going to make it easy for those who attend but especially for the connect group leader is going to be our new church app and i'm real excited about this and yes it does have a qr code that we will use for the connect group which will save a lot of writing and all of that kind of stuff so at this time casey's going to come and introduce our church app and give you an idea of how it works this is one time you get to legally with permission play on your phone during church this is the only time God bless you. Good evening, Grace Church. Good to see everybody here tonight. Um, we will have a Q&A session at the conclusion, so if you have questions, feel free to jot them down. At the end, we will um, accept those. We'll, we'll ask you to Use the microphone so that everyone can hear you, especially if those are on live stream. And uh, so everybody can be in the know on all the questions and answers. Look at your neighbor tonight and say, I downloaded Church Center. Turn to your other neighbor and say, did you? Hopefully y'all were all telling the truth when you said that you downloaded it. Um, I was When I was eating dinner tonight with my family, Joseph 
at one point said something. It was just a string of words put together, and I just turned and looked at him and was like, what? And he repeated it, and my expression did not change. And I could tell by his expression he was going to explain that string of words that he put together that I had no idea. And I said, you know what? I'm not in the know on that, and I'm going to make the conscious decision to stay out of knowing that. I'm just, quite honest, not interested. But I hope that's not your attitude here tonight pertaining to the app. Um, It's very important. It's awesome. I've been doing a lot of reading, uh, trying to get it set up for our church to use. I certainly don't have all of the answers, but we will do our best here tonight to hope to get everybody clear, understanding what's going on. It's not just for fun. It's not just for promotional reasons for you to have the app. We want you to get signed up. We want you using this arm of a a program, an online program called Planning Center. They have many different applications we use. This is one of them. It's great, but we are also going to be using the Planning Center services to send our church-wide text messages. So the way that you get the text that say, hey, don't forget there's First Tuesday prayer tomorrow night at 7.30, you're not going to get that text through that service anymore. You're going to need to be a part of the Planning Center service So we want you to get on board with all of that because we will eventually shift all of those communications over to Planning Center, which is particularly Church Center, this app. Okay, so I hope that everybody has downloaded the app. If you have not, we're going to have some slides behind me to walk us through uh, this whole process with the app. Y'all can put the first slide up for now. I'm gathering everybody has the app. If you don't, this is what you need to search for. It's just called Church Center App. If you have any trouble here tonight, there's two rows of people in the front. They don't all have phones, but they could help you find this app in like half a second. If you want to flag one of them down, feel free to do so. But that's where you're going to find the Church Center app. I have an iPhone. Um, To be completely honest, I haven't looked at this on an Android, Planning Center services typically looks the same. And um, so you should be able to find it just the same, whether you're an iPhone user or other. So if once you have the app downloaded, you can open the app. And if you look at your church app on the welcome uh, screen, you can go to the next slide. On the welcome screen, you're going to see some tabs, those dark blue buttons at the bottom. Um, If you scroll up, there should be four of them. You probably won't be able to see all of them just looking at it like that. If you scroll up, you'll see that there are several tabs. If you're new here, it tells you a little bit about our church. You can go to our website. The giving tab is on there. So if you're ever wanting to access Easy Tithe, which is the same program we have been using um, before, you can just click the giving tab on the home screen, and it will push you out to that website relatively quickly. But this is your home screen. I circled red down there. This is your home screen on the app. Next slide, please. Um, The next circle you'll see at the bottom here is called groups. This is where you're going to see any kind of group that exists at Grace Church. This is serve team groups. 
This is connect groups. Um, we even have some unique groups. We have seasonal group. Quizzing is one of those. We just kind of lumped under seasonal groups. Um, you will see all of these groups, or this is where they will be listed. What you are looking at here on, on my screen, these are my groups. If you'll see at the top where it says my groups, once you start getting involved in groups, when you click the groups icon at the bottom of the app, your groups are going to show at the top. And then if you scroll, you can go to the next slide, please. If you scroll up, this is what you will see. Um, it'll say find a group up at the top. So again, you have seasonal groups, you have leadership serve teams, Sunday school classes, and then serve teams. Um, let me make this clear while we're uh, on this point. A leadership serve team is a serve team that people can be a part of who have completed grace steps and they have completed the leadership class. The serve teams are teams that people can be a part of who have not yet completed those. So we're trying to find a place where people can be a part, whether you're a member of grace or you've gone through all the grace steps and the leadership class. Does that make sense, that, that delineation? So serve team, leadership serve teams are people who have gone through leadership, grace steps, all of that. Serve teams are for those who have not yet completed those uh, steps. The leadership serve teams, the way that, that Church Center has this set up, if you want to go to the next, nope, not the next slide yet. I will actually explain that later. Sorry, y'all. I'll come back to that. Before I leave this slide, Sunday school classes, there are groups for Sunday school classes. Your, teach, your child's teacher obviously is the leader of that group. If you have a child in any of those Sunday school classes, you can request to be a part of that group. That is your way of communicating with their Sunday school teacher and also for their Sunday school teacher to communicate with you. So we have that set up again. It should, uh, in the description of each Sunday school class, you'll be clearer on their class number, um, where they need to go. If they're getting promoted to the next class, this is a very easy way for you to see, okay, my kid was in the five to six-year-old class. Now they're going into seven, eight-year-old class. Whatever that promotion is, you'll know where they go, and it just helps clarify that. If people download our app who are not a member, they can see this information as well. So if they wanted to check out our Sunday school groups, you, you get the description of the group, just where their class is and all that without being a member. So they could even see, it's another opportunity to see where their Sunday school class would be. So let's go to the next slide. Your third button option at the bottom is the directory. This is probably one of the most important features of this church app. Um, we've had a lot of people join the directory, and we've had some post pictures, and we want to encourage everybody to post pictures. As Pastor said earlier, there are people who use the directory, they don't know everybody, and they're trying to figure out who is this person, how are they connected, who's, their, how, their, who's within their family, etc. So this is a great way to do this, to, for them to learn and to kind of put faces to names. I want to reassure everybody that within the church app, so as I said, anybody can download it. They can connect with our church. They cannot view any directory information without permission 
from the church office. So when you say that I want to publish my information to the directory, we do have to have your permission for that. You would get an email that says, yes, I want to be part of it. We can't make you, but we encourage you to do so. Don't worry about privacy issues. Um, as I said before, if somebody downloads the church app, they can see our groups. They can see our homepage, things like that. No different than information we have listed on our website. They cannot see any part of the directory. So that information is not public. Only people who have gotten permission from our church can view that. So don't worry about that. Going back to the picture thing, please, I want to encourage you to please add your picture. Find the best one that you have. Get your spouse to take one. Or if your kid's really good at those great angles, the pictures are not for you. The pictures are for others. You know what you look like. It's other people trying to make those connections of putting faces to names, and it would be really helpful for people to get to know our church folks better. On the next slide, the final tab at the bottom is a calendar tab. What this is going to show you is all the Grace Church events. It's the Grace Church calendar, and that will all push out to this particular tab. All right, I want to take you uh, back. We can go to the next slide. Back to the leadership teams. This is a feature that I don't particularly like, and Planning Center is so awesome, they want to have customer feedback. I actually sent them an email today giving them a suggestion on how to change this because I don't like the way that it's set up. If you want to search or if you want to see, if you click on those leadership serve teams that we looked at in the previous slide and you say, okay, well, I want to be part of a leadership serve team, this is what pops up. And it took me a little bit to figure out, well, where's the teams? Because our leadership serve teams are closed, that means that the leader cannot add you. You're going to be added through the church office because you will have gone through the grace steps process and the church office keeps record of that. Serve team leaders don't know who's gone through grace steps. They don't know who's gone through leadership. The church office knows and pastor knows. So we closed those groups. And so the church office is who will add leaders to leadership serve teams. Well, when you mark a group as closed, they don't automatically pop up. And I disagree with that. You have to click this filter button at the top of your screen. You'll see where I have the arrow pointing. And you can go to the next slide, Renita. You have to say, I want to include in my search closed groups and full groups. Their assumption is that you wouldn't want to see a group that's closed because it's closed to members, adding new members. But that's not our intent as to why we marked those groups as closed. But I told them that I think people would want to see groups that are full or groups that are closed because they just want to know what's going on in our church, period. So they said they would take that in consideration. If I make any headway, I'll let you know. But for now, once you swipe this tab, we can go to the next slide, and hit enter on that filter, then you will see all of the leadership serve teams. Again, because they are marked as closed, but if you go through grace steps or if you already have and you've gone through leadership and you want to be part of, say, children's ministry serve team, then you can contact the church office. You can send her an email, text message, call her, all those things, and she will add you to that group. But I just wanted to clarify, that's how you get those groups to pop up. I would prefer that they just popped up, but we'll see what, what um, Planning Center does with that. So on our next slide, once you are in a group, um, 
at the top, the top tabs, what I have circled here, the very first one at the top, this is once you're in a group. So this is the worship team group. There's a messages tab. This section is of the messaging in each group. We are trying to phase out all of the group me groups because within your team, this is where you're going to do your messaging. Leaders can send you messages here or team members can also create messages to communicate back and forth and you would click on the messages tab to read those messages. On the next slide, there's also a resources tab. It's two uh, words over at the top. I have it circled and this is where you can add links to send to your team if you want them to you know, check out a tutorial or something like that on YouTube or other websites, you can add that there. If there's uh, pictures, because you can't put pictures of things within the group messaging, on the resources tab, leaders would add information like that there. And then finally, on the next slide, you can get a shot of who all are the members of this group, and then they are all listed down below. So the next slide that I want to show you, and we're nearing the end. I hope that y'all are, I'm seeing notifications pop up on my phone. So y'all are engaging your phones. I see that. That's a good thing. Thanks, Braylon. Uh, thanks, Dawson and Kelton. All right. We have interaction of people wanting to join groups. Good job. Um, so this final slide, this is your personal page. When you click on your profile picture at the top, this is going to give you... Um, your profile and settings right there by your name. It will also give you your personal schedule, which means if you are scheduled to serve, it will list that on the schedule. So for example, I'm scheduled to serve on Keys Sunday, January 22nd. But if you have a calendar event that you would also like to be notified of or keep it on your radar, you can bookmark that event that's on the calendar tab, remember at the very end, and that bookmark, bookmarked event will also show up on your page. So if you look under my schedule, and I know this is really small, just trust me that it's there. Um, I have Wednesday, January 18th, we have quiz practice from 6 to 7.30. Directly underneath that, it says 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. is Kids Church, and it shows that that's bookmarked. Because I went to the calendar and was viewing events, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be, I might be interested in that, or I want to remember to attend that. So I clicked the bookmark. Here's where it's going to show up. I learned that because I clicked bookmark, and then I didn't know where it went. So it will push out to your personal calendar once you bookmark something. So if we go to the next slide, here's a prime example. And ladies, you may want to do this. The ladies' tea party that's on February 26th is going to be listed under that calendar tab at the bottom. So if you're perusing through there, once you click on the ladies' tea, this is what you're going to see. So directly under ladies' tea, it says add bookmark. So if you click to add that bookmark, it's going to add that event. Renita, if you could go back a slide. It's going to add it to your schedule, which was the slide I was just on. Does that make sense to everybody? So this, this schedule shows what you're scheduled for serving if you're serving at church. If you're a JV member and you may be serving or an adult serve team, this is where your schedule will be, but it will also integrate any other church events that you are interested in. So that kind of concludes the intro to the app for all the users. There are more features that we will go, with, go over at a later time with our 
um, leaders, connect group leaders, serve team leaders, dig a little more into those details. But for the sake of tonight and what I've gone over, do we have any questions here tonight? We will bring you the microphone if you have a question. Do you have a question? Oh, okay. I was about to say, man, I must have like been crystal clear tonight. Okay. Well, if you have any questions, if, if something comes up, feel free to reach out. I'm also going to be going over a lot of the church app features with uh, Ethan Cooper. Ethan, he's back here. Stand up, Ethan. If you don't know Ethan, look in the sound booth. He's waving. If you have questions, you can talk to Ethan. You can talk to me. If we start getting too many questions, we're going to pull in another team member to this question answering group, and we will uh, help you all to the best of our ability. But that's all I have by way of the church app explanation. If y'all don't have anything else tonight, thank y'all. Download it and get your picture in that directory so we know who you are. All right. Thank y'all. Love y'all. We would like to remind everybody, if you're planning to be um, a Connect Group leader, that um, we'd sure like to know uh, who you are and what you're, at least who you are, so we'll know how many uh, tables to set up in the uh, Alexander Center for our um, Connect Group fair um, that, we'll, that we will be hosting. I don't have my schedule. Is that... It's this coming Sunday, immediately after the altar service. So we'll have our Connect Group Fair immediately after altar service this coming Sunday. And uh, so if you can have your uh, paper filled out, if you're planning to be a Connect Group leader, or at least contact uh, the church office so we'll know how many tables to set up and what to be prepared for on Sunday morning. So if you do that, we'd appreciate it so very much. Um, your questions about the app were just amazing. Um, Glad we cleared everything up in just one setting without anybody having to ask anything. So that was pretty cool right there. But if you'd have questions and you didn't feel like getting in a microphone to say it, uh, certainly feel free to see Casey or Ethan after church, and uh, they'll be help, uh, happy to help you out as much as they possibly can. So thank you so very much for being here. Very unusual Wednesday night, but we're having to shift all of this stuff and our, our, our church information to a new app. Plus, we wanted to introduce Connect Group. So thank you for your time tonight. Thank you for your patience. We'll resume normal Bible study next Wednesday night. So uh, God bless you tonight. You're dismissed. Feel free to fellowship one another and uh, talk about which Connect Group you're going to join up. Thank the Lord. God bless you. <clears throat>